You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by Jeremy Nicholas Phoenix. I'm in the building. We are in the building. We are in the booth by we, I mean me, Jay and Fiend. We are the Raspy Voice Kids, RVK, ready to record this week's edition of the podcast. We are doing pop culture. Hit you with that pop, 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 pop. And today we're talking fast food. Now, you know, in the past, we've talked about the best fast food French fries. We've talked about other food related topics. Today, Jeremy, we are talking specifically about Taco Bell. Live Moss. They have reintroduced the Mexican pizza. They said it would be a permanent item on the menu. And yet, here we are. People are not able to get. Their Mexican pizza. What do you think about that, Jay? Uh, I think it's so funny. It's something like a phenomenon. Something like a phenomenon. These people love this Mexican pe- pizza. I didn't realize so I went to work and everybody was talking about it. And I looked online and everybody's going nuts over the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Hey, I think it's good. But like this, I, I don't. I didn't realize it was that good or that important. Brandon kind of reminds me of... Be real. What do you think of the uh, steak, egg, and cheese bagel? Love it. So when I heard they were bringing that back, same thing. People lost their minds. Lost their minds. I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a foodie. I love food. Steak, egg, and cheese, and bagel. It's good. Uh, Mexican pizza. It's good. I just, I don't get, I don't get the over the top. Oh, I got to go get one right now. Like it's a McRib or something. That's what I thought you were going to say first when you said talking about McDonald's, McRib. Uh, that reminds me of Dave Chappelle's Get Whack Arnold's. You know what? McRib's back this month, and guess who ain't getting one? So, love that. But McRib to me is, McRib is more of a niche sort of situation because they don't have it all year round. 
The yeah. steak, egg, and cheese like bagel it. used to be year-round. The Mexican pizza was just a staple on the menu. I was surprised that Taco Bell ever got rid of it. But, yeah, yeah. By the way, by the way, and, and I hate to break this up because I know we're talking about the Mexican pizza. But there's certain times in life, like, like Jim Gaffigan said, how would I know it's St. Patrick's uh, uh, week or St. Patrick's Day without the Shamrock Shake? Yeah. Certain, season, <laughs> certain seasonal things that come around that you do got to get. Oh, another one. The pumpkin pie blizzard at Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. That's around, obviously, around the fall time. But there's certain seasonal things you can't miss. And pumpkin pie blizzards, by the way, they were they were dope. They were hot before pumpkin became all the rage with pumpkin spice lattes and everything else that people love. But back to the Mexican pizza. My opinion, Taco Bell, how were you so far wrong on your projections? They projected they would have 6 to 8 million Mexican pizzas sold in a year. They've sold 20 million so far, Jeremy. Yeah. So I just yeah, don't understand I mean, how you get the math so wrong. Who's doing your accounting? Who's doing your who's in control of your books? Like how do you get it this wrong? I knew the Mexican pizza would be a hit. I had no idea it would be this kind of a hit, but I also don't have access to their records. And by the by the way, I think the Mexican pizza is great. I love it. No, I like it. I like it, but I just I don't get the craze. I'll give you an example, Brandon. There's there's a place, there's a place in Chillicothe. Uh, I guess there's one in uh, uh, Columbus too, in, in Ohio, called Roosters. Yes. Now Roosters, Roosters is good, but Brandon, every time when I lived in Chillicothe, I'd be like, "Oh, you want to get some? Oh, we got to go to Roosters." Oh, I remember somebody specifically saying, uh, "One of my friends coming in town, they want to eat some someplace really, really nice, really, really good." So we go take them to Roosters. What? I'm not saying Roosters not good, but y'all making Roosters <laughs> like it's well, a five star star restaurant. We got to be honest, though. There's a difference between people saying you got to go to Roosters in Chillicothe and saying we've got to go to Roosters in Columbus. The options are very different. That's how I feel about the Mexican pizza. As good as it is, my choice is the nacho cheese chalupa, steak nacho cheese chalupa. That's what I like at at Taco Bell. I got to have that. I will get a Mexican pizza if the option is there, but I'm not losing my mind if it's not, and I'm not losing my mind if it is. It's about What's your favorite... What's your favorite uh, favorite thing to order from Taco Bell of all time? Steak, nacho, cheese, chalupa. I get that. Okay. With a Baja Blast? Son, you can't tell me nothing. I'm telling you, there was a time where you gave me a grilled stuffed burrito. I was with beef, it wasn't chicken. No, no. I, no I, I'm saying if you gave me a grilled stuffed burrito from Taco Bell, that was my go-to look. It wasn't no Chipotle, but it was a very large burrito. It was on point. Now, nowhere to be found. But that was my go-to at Taco Bell for a long time. Real stuff burritos were good. I like those. I like those. Um, the other thing I'll say about all of this is people hate on Taco Bell, and they always want to say it's the same ingredients, just rearranged. And that's not true. It is. No. It is. No. Brandon, come on now. Jeremy is now. not. We got the cheese on the outside and the sour cream. <laughs> Brandon, all they do is rearrange the ingredients, decide to fry a little bit of the ingredients. Brandon, it's the same thing over, over, and over again. But it's okay. One of the worst That's songs of all time, by the way. Yeah, well, for being one of the worst songs, it made so much money. But And also, talking about Taco Bell still, Baja Blast, you ever put some Malibu coconut rum in it? Najee. Son, I'm telling you, you got to get on that. It's delicious. Another thing that's delicious, 
Taco Bell breakfast, which they do not serve everywhere. But if you get a chance, Taco Bell breakfast, very, very underrated. Brady, Wendy's you, you breakfast, know, also underrated. Do you know what we need to talk about next week? What? What's the best flavor Mountain Dew? Now, I know I don't get down like that. I know you don't get down like that. But people feel very strongly about the best uh, Mountain Dew. They're always coming out with a new flavor. So, Or we can go best best uh, taste of monster because, once again, I don't get down like that. But people get really in their feelings about that kind of stuff. Uh, there are kids in Appalachia who feed their children Mountain Dew bottles. Like, some people really get down on Mountain Dew. What? But that's, that's not me. That's not me. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, when you say kid, you talk about a goat. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, infant. Infant human being. Oh, okay. Okay. It's, it's an epidemic. Got you. Got you. Got you. But that's I thought it. You said feet like the, I thought you meant like the actual bottle. And I'm like, what? That don't no, even make no, sense. No, no, no. Baby bottle. Got like you. a baby bottle full of Mountain Dew for your child. Can you imagine, Jeremy? You're talking about rotten teeth before you even get them. You're talking yeah. about... Uh, type 2 diabetes at 14 that's where we're going when you give your children Mountain Dew bottles by the way that's why I said hopefully you talk about kid as in a goat because I'm a goat actual bottle anyways that's it that's it that's all we got for the raspy voice kids on pop culture holla at your boys tell us what you think about the Mexican pizza and about fast food in general get at your boys raspy voice more than 100 schools available from Home Field Apparel. If you like comfortable clothes, check them out. They are a partner with the Raspy Voice Kids and the 1012 Network. Use our code RASPY12, R-A-S-P-Y-12, for a discount on your first order. 15%. Go get it. Tell them we sent you. Welcome to Between Two Bears, the newest 1012 Network podcast. Uh, this is Matt is Bear. I'm going to introduce my co-host, Evan Abair, uh, to give you a quick idea of what the show is about. Yeah, Between Two Bears is going to be a it's going to be a great sorry. Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid. Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid side of Baylor sports. Hey, I'm going to try one more time. Big tween tube. Okay. Uh, Evan, Evan's going to go take a nap. Um, but we are excited to join the 1012 network along with the rest of their already great lineup of big 12 podcasts. Check them out at 1012 network on Twitter and us as well at Matt is bear and at Evan. Hey bear, uh, sick bears. What's up? This is your host, Jordan Ty Curry, kicking off the segment I Got Five on it with the Raspy Voice Kids. We got five fill-in-the-blank questions, and the Raspy Voice Kids are going to fill in those answers. Let's get it started with the first blank. It is blank that WVU currently has a top 15 2023 recruiting class. It's a momentary high. It's one of them things that you like. Um, obviously, 2023, none of them kids have been signed. 
But mo- but in the moment, it's great. It's great for recruiting. It's great for our morale. It's great boost. I will say, plenty of times in my life have I seen us being in the top 25 in recruiting. And then when it actually came around, deciding day, and ESPN pro- and showing who's in the top 25, wah, wah. So, great mo- um, momentary high. That's a good answer. I say it is surprising that WVU currently has a top 15 2023 recruiting class. Why do I say it's surprising? Jeremy, coming off the record in three seasons as a head coach that Neil Brown has, it's really surprising that you could say to a kid, come here and you'll be successful. Come here, we'll get you to the league. Come here, we'll get you to All-American status. Come here, we'll win bowl games and compete for division or for uh, conference championships. It's a surprise that these kids, including Rodney Gallagher, are going for what Neil Brown and company are selling. That surprises me. It's a surprise. Number two. Landing Jere Tank Hawkins is blank. It's huge. It's absolutely huge. Grassroots, we talk about securing the border, keeping West Virginia kids at home. Um, it's big. The thing is, he's a good player. It's not just that he's a good player. Dude ran a 4-3-1, and he's still growing, and he's still young. He still has a couple year, more years of high school. A 4-3-1? Now, here's the thing that's funny. A lot of people, when you talk to them, yeah, my kid runs a 4-4. No, they don't. Quit lying. Most people <laughs> who say they run a 4-4 don't run a 4-5, okay? Do you know how fast a true 4-4 is? It's, it's insane. And for this kid to run a 4-3-1, and he's two years away from being 18? Oh, my goodness. It's a must. It's huge. Landing Wheeling Park's Jure Tank Hawkins is imperative. You've got to prove that you have a brand that works in your own land. You've got to prove you can secure the borders, build that wall, as they say, to keep guys like Jure. Tank has to be a Mountaineer. You cannot get a guy with that kind of speed. Now, I'll tell you, not only is it imperative, but it's also scary because imagine what would happen if we had a track team where this kid could compete at what might be his best option, which is track and field. I would. I, I'm hoping that he quits putting up his four three one speed, quit posting it so much because I, I, we don't need nobody else coming here trying to holler at somebody. Okay. Hey man, when, it's like a girl. If you got game and you are who you think you are, they ain't going nowhere. We'll see what happens though. Uh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next question. Number three, a commit by Chris Henry Jr. could mean blank for WVU. Uh, what do they call that legacy? Not only is it legacy, Duke can ball. Dude can absolutely ball. Watching him being packed, backed by uh, his, uh, I don't know, the dude who stepped in, Adam uh, Adam Jones, obviously uh, a, a w, I mean NFL alumni, West Virginia alumni, to see the love going to him and also realizing what his pops did, man, it'd be big. It's a legacy move. And, man, look at those last two receivers we just talked about. Imagine them being on the campus at the same time. It'd be, it'd be sick. My answer is tremendous. A commit by Chris Henry Jr. would mean tremendous value for West Virginia University to get a kid who's that big and that fast and that competitive as a freshman Doing what he was doing to juniors and seniors at WVU's camp, impressive. 
And it would be tremendous if West Virginia can keep him in-house. It helps that his father went to WVU. It helps that his adopted father, Pac-Man Jones, went to West Virginia and was a legend at West Virginia and still has love for West Virginia. A commit by Chris Henry Jr. Would be, tre- would be tremendous. It would mean tremendous, tremendous value. Number four. Courtney Rainey transferring to WVU would make me feel blank about WVU basketball. I'm deferring. I'm going to let you go first. Courtney Ramey transferring to WVU would make me feel better about WVU basketball. Courtney Ramey can ball. He can play. He's a top target in pretty much everybody's transfer portal. If he comes to West Virginia after having withdrawn from the NBA draft, it would make me feel better about the trajectory of West Virginia University basketball. It would make me feel better about Eric Martin, the man who coaches the, the forwards and centers at WVU. It would make me feel better about Bob Huggins, the man responsible for everything that happens with West Virginia. Courtney Ramey coming would be a big deal. Not that we haven't gotten good transfers, but this would be the icing on the cake. Yeah, Courtney Ramey coming to West Virginia would make me feel like this is... <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how to fill in the blank because uh, I don't even know Courtney Ramey. I'll let you go first because I didn't know if it was a he or a she or I know I know talking about the girls basketball team. Who yeah. Courtney Ramey? Who Courtney Ramey? I don't know who Courtney Ramey is. Got no clue. Hey, but but judging by what you said, it would be <laughs> it would be a big deal, <laughs> especially because you know if if he did throw his name into the NBA draft to to be you know uh, evaluated. Obviously, he's good, and we need anybody who's good. I'm still not sold on this roster and this team coming for next year. I know a lot of people are. So if we can add any more pieces that are that are good, and I'm guessing by what you said uh, in the last 10 seconds that he's a big man. <laughs> no, no, no. He's a guard. Eric Martin, I could be wrong, but I've been informed that Eric Martin is the guy who's really making a push for him. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see where this heads. Obviously, uh, we need bodies. Obviously, we need some players. But, uh, yeah, I don't know who dude is, but, look, hopefully by midseason I'll come up with a nickname for him. You always do. You nickname King, son. Yup. Yup. Number five. Blank will win the NBA Finals. Draymond Green. Jordan Poole. Klay Thompson. Steph Curry. And them Warriors are going to win the NBA Finals. Now, later on, we'll get into why I believe that. But I say they take it in six. I say they take it in six. I say Golden State as well. Golden State will win the NBA Finals. And I literally told a doctor that I work with, I told him yesterday, when he asked me what I thought, it would be Golden State in six. I wouldn't be surprised if they win in five. I just don't think Boston has enough offense. We can talk about it we'll more, it up, but no, right yeah, now, I just, yeah. I just think it's too yeah. much. I think Golden State's too much, barring injury, barring ejections. Golden State in six. Jeremy and I are on the same page. And that does it for I Got Five on it. Rack me, boys. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm going in. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. And I'm going to go hard. It's the RVK. And as you just heard Lil Wayne say, we going in. So the Raspberry Voice kids, Brandon Phoenix here. I also hate Pitt. Joined by Jeremy Phoenix, JN Fiend. Jay Fiend, for those of you who know, and we are going in about all things WVU and also the NBA today. A little bit of baseball because I got a little bit to say. Jeremy, 
First, let's start with baseball. Randy Mazie was clearly not happy. No, that hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm sorry. I know I said I'm, you're going to lead this, and then I'm going to jump in. But first things first, let's give a big shout-out to them Rangers. Now, granted, yeah. the, Eastern, the Eastern Conference Finals is actually played today when we're, we're recording on a Wednesday. So when you hear this, they may have dropped game one already. But Which don't mean is, nothing. They were down 2-0 last Hey, shout out, shout out to them Rangers. That's all I'm trying to say. All right, get back to Neil Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, name one player on the Rangers, Jeremy. Uh, Sir Stanchik. <laughs> <laughs> the goalie. Listen, the goalie. I had a friend who told me, if you're a Knicks fan and you watch any of the Kid. 94 finals, you are allowed to root for the Rangers as if you've been watching all year. And that's what I'm sticking to. She's Starkin. She's Starkin. I think, yeah, I can't uh, maybe, name nobody either, it. but it doesn't matter. The goalie, watched, the goalie. I watched both game sevens. They won both game sevens. They were down 2-0 last round to Carolina. Came back and won game seven on away ice. Shout out to the Rangers, like you said. But baseball, and by the way, I no, hold up, hold up. No, no, no. 94, I'll name you all them boys. From the 94-95 season, Mark Richter and, and Mark Messier and Adam Graves and Brian Leach, defenseman uh, with the number two. So, look, I got mine on paper, baby. Yeah, I mean, kind of. Nobody on this team, but yeah, okay. I, I hear you. <laughs> I'm showing you the roots. I'm showing you the roots. But showing you the roots. That's right. Um. All right, so baseball. Randy Mazie was not happy about getting left out. He made a lot of statements about why he felt it was ridiculous that West Virginia was left out. 14 and 10 in conference. No, no team from any of the group of five or power five conferences, as you would call them in football, has been left out posting that record or better until West Virginia this year. Um, West Virginia has the same in-conference record as Texas, who is not only in the college football, college baseball playoffs, but is hosting a regional. Though they lost to Oklahoma, who is not hosting a regional. Absurd. But baseball and the Big 12 are ridiculous. Um, WVU really, Chris Hall from, from uh, Chris Hall, a reporter for WVU, covers WVU uh, for Sports Illustrated, talked about the fact that West Virginia did not make the playoffs. They did not make the tournament, but they overachieved. So they set records in lots of things. Stolen bases, extra bases, attendance. Um, they were projected to be ninth or eighth out of nine teams in the Big 12. They finished sixth. They overachieved. They put out a better product than people were expecting, and they get left out. And it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Some of it has to do with brand. Some of it has to do with the arbitrary nature of the NCAA. And that's just where we are. I just, I just hate how it feels like they're always changing the goalposts on us. I remember a few years ago, we had a really good uh, run at it. We were hard on the bubble, and a lot of people felt like we should have got in, and we didn't. When it comes to West Virginia and making this baseball tournament, I feel like we never get the benefit of the doubt, and the bubble isn't kind. We have to be strongly in or we're out. And I don't get it. I don't know who we made mad. I don't know, uh, like I said, if it's just the brand. I, I don't know what it is, but it feels like we get the short of the end of the stick all the time. Matter of fact, Maisie even said that. He didn't say that. He said, uh, uh, that he should have declined the Big 12 tournament invite because had he declined the Big 12 tournament, they'd be practicing for uh, an upcoming game right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if that's even an option. I saw Jeff Ruff, a loyal listener, RVK fan and brand ambassador, who said what you're saying about skipping the Big 12 tournament. I don't know that that was genuinely an option or if Randy Mazie was just saying that being funny. 
Yeah. Well, that's where we're at. Can't change it now. All you can do is look to the future. At least we got, you know, a solid reason to feel optimistic about what's going on in Morgantown when it comes to baseball. One thing I'll say is that nobody has a bigger argument than North Carolina State. Multiple people, including North Carolina State, said publicly there's no bigger rivalry than the NCAA versus NC State. They got left out. It's ridiculous for them, too. Not that we care, but shout out to Tony Gibson, defensive coordinator for the Wolfpack. Uh, Another baseball note, the Mets on fire. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, boy. The reason why you can't get too excited, because last year uh, we were playing pretty well, too, till the All-Star break. And then Atlanta took our dream season. Atlanta was garbage. Then they got a hot streak and won it all. Um... So look, I'm happy. Look, I look, I I don't feel bad rocking my Mets stuff anymore. But look, let's wait till let's wait till it's all said and done. I know, I know Scherzer's hurt and we're still doing it and he can come back. I know, I know DeGrom will come back and and show was really, really good. That's what's so bright. Can you imagine this team getting two aces back? Man, it could be scary. But for some reason, I just can't believe in it because our team always is banged up. And uh, I believe they get back when they get back. Shout out to Evan A. Bear, Between the Bears podcast, part of the 1012 Network, who also is a Mets fan. Just want to shout him out real quick. Um, now let's move to basketball. Jeremy, getting 6'3", 185-pound guard Courtney Ramey would be a big deal for, for West Virginia. You got to get a guy who can create their own offense. You lose Taz Sherman, you lose Sean McNeil, who didn't really create his offense as much as Taz, obviously, but who could shoot the lights out when given the opportunity with floor spacing that is possible now that we've gotten the transfers we've gotten so far. What do you think? I know you don't know a lot about Courtney Ramey, but what do you think just about this offseason for, for WVU so far? Look, we already knew with, with the people transferring out, with the seniors that we had, we were going to have a whole lot of transfers coming in. Um, and, and we had to. And that's what we're getting. Now, how are they going to gel? How are the, all these pieces going to fit together? Who's going to actually play up to the potential? I, nor you, nor anybody listening has any clue. So everybody getting all excited. Hey, I like, hey, you know what? Get excited. If you don't be excited, get excited. Because we have very few reasons sometimes to be excited. So if you're going to be excited, I'm not going to hate on you. I personally just can't get excited because I, I don't know what it means. I don't know what's going to translate. I don't know the big P word, potential. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know how it translates, but the start of a successful season is winning the offseason, and that's what West West Virginia has done. According to multiple rankings for transfers, West Virginia has been top five in everything I've seen, and that's where you want to be if you're going to be successful. So it's a good start. On to talking about oh, oh, saying, talk, Talking about bringing a bunch of people in, or, or people coming to West Virginia. Brandon, Chris Henry's son, have you seen him? That yes. dude from Wheeling Park r- running a 4-3-1. I know they're years off from ever actually attending West Virginia, but how big is it for us to get kids like that? You got to keep legacies. Torrey Johnson Jr., another legacy. Torrey Johnson Sr. played at West Virginia with Chris Henry and Pac-Man Jones. Torrey Johnson Jr., hybrid wide receiver tight end. He was at camp the same day Chris Henry was, Jr. was there. you got to keep those kids home. You've got a leg up. You've got an advantage. These kids are not native to West Virginia, but they do have a connection. you got to capitalize. We capitalized getting Rodney Gallagher, who's only 30 miles from, from WVU in Morgantown. Um, 
you got to keep that momentum going. You got to keep studs like um, like Jure Tank home. You got to keep him home. You've got to keep guys like Chris Henry Jr. fulfilling their legacy. Chris Henry Jr. is the Jeremy. He is a uh, freshman, and he was Brandon. balling on juniors <laughs> and seniors. Like Pac Man put on his Instagram story, head taps all day, just mossing dudes. We see, we saw what Chris Henry could do, and that was a guy. If we're being honest, Chris Henry never had his head on straight and made it to the league. Can you imagine a guy with the kind of talent and athletic ability that Chris Henry Jr. has with the guidance of a guy, Pac-Man Jones, who's been through the fire, who's made his own personal mistakes, who understands the direction to go if you want to be successful, not just at the collegiate level, but at the professional level. So Here's the thing. If you want to win a college, I was going to say, if you want to win a college football, it's about the big hungries inside. You got to get big. You got to get the big boys to come to your team. The other thing you need are athletes. These kids are athletes, Brandon. We're not talking about pass, just you know, passing speed. We're talking about elite speed, elite explosion. I'm watching uh, Gallagher now. I believe Gallagher. He is so quick, Brandon. His little movements, just the change of direction. I think he's quicker than he is, you know, flat out fast, but. These are the kind of athletes we need. The Wheeling Park dude that you keep talking about. 4-3-1. 4-3-1, and he still has two years of high school to go. Chris Henry sung bowling on people as a freshman. If you're going to win on the on, on in the prime time against the big boys, you need these athletes. Think about it. How did Rich Rod win when he was here? Because he had two freakishly good athletes. Not two. A lot of really good players. Yeah, you had Owen Schmidt too, but you have to have that speed. You have to be able to blow by them quarterbacks. You're my boy Blue down there in Georgia. Darius Raynard, don't forget about him either. You know, you got to have those athletes. And uh, it's just big. You know what? I try not to get excited about recruits. Because first of all, it's years off. Second of all, they haven't signed. But I really am excited about these kids. These few kids, I'm like, okay, okay, let's see, let's see. You never know. You don't know how it's going to go. But I do, like you mentioned earlier, we were talking, you were talking about how boring Neil Brown is. No, you weren't. Sorry. I was talking about boy, uh, grandfather. I was like, I was like, what? No, grandfather <laughs> was saying how boring Neil Brown is. Shout out to Ryan. Ryan was with Shane Lyons in, in Hawaii, by the way. He just happened to run into him. They were staying at the same resort, had a good conversation. Um, and he said that Shane was like, oh, yeah, the Raspberry Voice kids, I know that. You know, I remember them. They're good guys or whatever, which was cool. Um, but he was just saying that Neil Brown is boring. And the thing I'll say is when you watch Neil Brown do these videos when he's at camp or in practice, he seems a lot more personable, a lot less cliche when he's interacting with the players. And one of the things the Graham Harrell hire did, according to Neil Brown, and just from common sense, is it frees Neil up to spend time with those players and keep them grounded and rooted in this program. So I'm glad that, that I like it. The-, the other thing is, who cares about boring? You know, I, who cares? Yeah, just just win. Hey, you're recruiting already. All right, we're in the top 15. Good. That's all I care about. Be as boring as a day is long. I don't care. I just want to win. I and I, you- uh, I go ahead. Good. Now go ahead. I don't think he's as boring as he seems. I think he's boring with the media. But I'm with you. I don't care. Just win. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if the kids like you. 
I don't care if they graduate. <laughs> I just want to win. I don't care if we go on sanctions in five years. I, I just want to win. Vac- I don't care if we have to vacate wins. You want to talk about a waste of a penalty. Vacating wins. Worst penalty of all time. Because who cares? You're not going to take my memories, Mark Emmert. You can't take them. I'll have them forever. I, Brandon, Tim Tebow, Aaron Hernandez, and and, and what's her, Cooper? What's his name? R- Riley Cooper. Riley All Cooper. in the same picture. All in the same picture down there at Florida. Do you know what they remember? The national championships. That's what they remember, okay? That's what I remember. You know? Jay, I got to be honest. I don't really have. Oh, NBA Finals. Um, Yep. So, Golden State's projected to win by Vegas. The BPI. Which I think. All right, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. EPI basketball power index by ESPN gives the Celtics an 86% chance to win the series. What do you, do you think this competitive? This is not surprising. Vegas has Golden State as the winners, not because they think Golden State's going to win, because they know the money's going to come in hard for Golden State. This, this, that, that's what they're doing. They're setting it up. And, I don't think you plays- Jeremy. Okay. All right, the point is, <laughs> Vegas has a has a reason why they're putting Golden State as a as a favorite. I don't think they truly believe that Golden State should be the favorite, but I think for for gambling purposes and the money purposes, that's what they're doing. I disagree. They definitely think that a healthy Warriors team who might be getting Gary Payton Jr. back is the best bet. That's how they Brandon, make money. They pick the winner the correctly. They don't make money if they pick the wrong guys. The Celtics, they're long, they're athletic, they're young. They are going to be a formidable matchup for Golden State. The reason why I pick Golden State in six is because when your best player, Tatum, and, and some of them other uh, Celtics uh, players, you're, you're too sometimes You decided when you want to show up. Sometimes you show up, sometimes you don't. Brandon, they played... The Milwaukee Bucks without Middleton, without DiVincenzo, and they played without around Javon and let it get harder for a lot of the series. Without Javon Carter, excuse me, I forgot about JC. Um, and they get, they let it go to a seven game, seventh game. Why? Because Tatum decides I'm gonna play a game. I'm gonna take a game off. I'm gonna play a game. I'm gonna take a game off. Uh, then you get to the Heat. The, look, the Celtics have so much more talent than the Heat, and yet. They went to a game seven with, uh, you know, Lowry was hurt and, you know, like Hero, the, one of the best scores wasn't there. Point is, they went to game seven because the Celtics just decide when they want to play and when they don't. You can't do that against Golden State. You cannot take games off, multiple games off in a series against Golden State. I think the pedigree, the championship mentality, the moment not being too big for them, that's the reason why I feel like um, Golden State's going to win. I think that on paper, oh, this matchup is fantastic. And maybe and maybe the Celtics have a slight edge when it comes to personnel. But when it comes to championship pedigree being there and not holding yourself to any kind of lesser standard, I don't know if the Celtics have that, and that's the reason why I pick Golden State to win. I don't think, not only does Boston not have a championship pedigree yet, I think Golden State's hungry, Jeremy. Oh, yeah. The last time oh, yeah. They've been out because of injuries for years. The people said that they only won their last two because of Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's gone. They're back to the finals. I think Steph has something to prove. He's never won a uh, finals MVP. It's the last piece left for his trophy case. 
I think Clay Thompson wants to prove that he's back from ACL and Achilles surgery. I think Draymond wants to prove he's a Hall of Famer. Plus, Draymond brings it every game. But do I, I sway so- you when I tell Huh? No, I'm saying I agree with you. They are so hungry. Do I sway you when I tell you that Steph Curry shoots 29% when, when uh, Marcus Smart is the primary defender on him? Nope. Don't sway me at all. The BPI from ESPN, does that sway you in any way? Uh, no. Me either. No. Uh, me it either. surprises me, but it doesn't sway me. It surprises me, but it does not sway me. It surprises me that Boston is favored, period, but 86% to 14%, crazy to me. Vegas, Vegas has, there's no emotion in Vegas. They don't care about anything but making their money. And they make their money. That's why Vegas is in the middle of the desert with no resources, but it stays popping 24 7, 365. The other thing I want to say, which is way off subject, this is more of a pop culture thing. But when I see people in Vegas and they're at these pool parties at these hotels, it's jam-packed with people and the music is pumping, all I think is I am too old for this. Am I the only one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I get you. I get you. There's a lot of things I look at. I'm like, mm, nope, nope, no thank you, nope. But that, uh, nah, yeah, I think you're the only one. I got no interest, man. I got no interest. But Vegas, they're winning. And I don't think they lose this time either with Golden State as favorites. I think that's it. What do you think, Jay? Is that it for the RVK? That's all we got. We all we got. Holla at your boys, the RVK, the Raspy Voice Kids. Get in touch with us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will be making I, I uh, we will be making why we hate Pitt coming up very soon. Check out our old interviews, all of the good stuff. Subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast. And also, and never forget, holla at your boys. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.